Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, June 24th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, an officer with the North County Police Cooperative has been shot and killed while responding to a report about someone trying to cash a bad check. We'll have details. Also, river barge companies are struggling with this year's flooding. Hundreds of barges were stranded near Cairo, Illinois this month, waiting to go north on the Mississippi and Ohio rivers. As it turns out, Cairo is also struggling. I've seen it in its heyday and I've seen, I see it today. And, well, it hurts. How a proposed port could help revitalize an Illinois community two and a half hours southeast of St. Louis. First, the news. An officer with the North County Police Cooperative has been killed in the line of duty. Chief John Buchanan says the officer responded to a call yesterday about a customer trying to cash a bad check at a food market in Wellston. A call came in a few minutes later about an officer down. Officer Michael Langsdorf was shot and killed. The weapon has been recovered. A suspect is in custody. Langsdorf had only been with the cooperative for a few months. He spent years with the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department. The 40-year-old had two children and a fiancé. More details are expected this morning at a police news conference. In other news today, several St. Louis public charter schools are preparing to open or expand for the fall. Two new elementaries will open, and a new middle school is also recruiting students over the summer. Lift for Life Academy will add a K-5 through school to complement its middle and high school, and KIPP St. Louis will open its sixth school. Executive Director Kelly Garrett says KIPP Wonder Academy will be in the Marine Villa neighborhood. The beauty of this one is also it's in a neighborhood. We definitely believe in connecting to you know, community and neighborhood assets. Also, Kairos Academies is starting with 6th grade this fall. It will add grades each year to eventually include a high school. St. Louis College Prep closed down its middle and high school. This summer's mosquito season may be worse because of the major flooding we have gone through over the past few months. More on that today from St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt. Every place that flooded won't completely dry out, even as rivers around St. Louis and the Metro East recede back to normal levels. Small pools of water will remain, and these pools are ideal breeding grounds for Culix mosquitoes, the kind that carry diseases like West Nile. Samantha DeBozik with the Illinois Department of Public Health says this doesn't necessarily guarantee more cases this year. It's very difficult to predict how the mosquito season will um, flow each year. It's heavily dependent on temperature and rainfall. She says the department will have a better idea of what to expect as summer continues. I'm Eric Schmidt, St. Louis Public Radio. Midwest agriculture depends on the Mississippi River to cheaply move grain and products. However, high water has barges stranded. But Madeline Beck reports that may actually be an opportunity for Illinois' southernmost city. A standard river barge can hold 1,500 tons of product. In early June, about 640 of them sat on the river near American Commercial Barge Line's office outside Cairo, Illinois. That's just me. That's not the other fleets in here. That's Mark Glab, the facility manager there for ACBL. 
its boats tow these barges full of fertilizers for farmers and steel up and down the river. I get three or four calls a day with people wanting to be able to unload their barges here into trucks or into trains because we can't go on the river until the water goes down. The problem is they can't unload at Cairo. There's no port. And this could be a growing problem as water levels trend upwards, keeping barges waiting longer. The only difference this year is the length of time, but it seems to get worse every year. And a port seems obvious. Cairo's near the confluence of the Ohio and Mississippi rivers. It's near railroads and interstates. But previous Cairo port projects failed because of river or funding issues. The town is struggling. Larry Klein is chairman of the local Port Authority board. He's also fourth generation Cairo and has seen the town's booms and busts. You know, you can understand never having nothing, but to have had everything and lost it all, something was wrong. Cairo was once a hub of rural southern Illinois with more than 15,000 people. Many residents did well up into the 1950s, except the town's black community. They had no representation and few opportunities. During the 60s civil rights movement, they fought for equal rights. Boycotts sprang up, riots broke out, buildings burned. On top of it all, a new interstate bypassed the town completely. Misused funds, racism, and missed opportunities has left Cairo, Illinois with about 2,000 people, no grocery stores, no gas stations, and in the last year, several hundred residents were forced to leave when their public housing units were condemned. Here's Klein again. I've seen it in its heyday, and I've seen, I see it today. And, well, it hurts. I want to stay around and say that, you know, I knew the people that help get us back on the right track. An Illinois capital funding bill includes $150 million for port projects this coming year. Cairo asked for half that to build their port, but they'll compete against 18 other port districts. If they don't get enough money, Klein says they'll start to build port infrastructure to entice private investors. If they do get funds, people at Shawnee Community College say they can help train local kids to get jobs associated with the port. Kathleen Curfee is vice president of academic affairs there, and she's worked in port communities before. We have developed captain's training, we have developed seaman's training, all the different many types of training that you will find as that port develops in the Carroll area. Former Mayor Tyrone Coleman said in April that there's no limit to what this port could bring. Maybe a few trucking jobs here, then a gas station there, people moving back. And that's the excitement of it all, is, is, the, is the unknown factor. Kind of like bring, I don't want to say bring the past back, but at least bring it to a point where there is opportunity. And that's what's been lacking in this most southern part of Illinois over the years. Still, this port could take five years to build if they get all the funding. And that's a big if with a $75 million price tag. But Klein argues the Cairo port is a solid business plan with barges waiting at their doorstep. We just need a boost. I know there's others that do too. But uh, um, we just feel like we've been forsaken. The governor is expected to sign a capital funding bill in the next few weeks, which should show how port communities like Cairo vie to get their chunk of that $150 million. Madeline Beck, Illinois Newsroom. We have more on Cairo and the struggles it is facing on our website, stlpublicradio.org. 
Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.